Hello, agriculturists. I'm your host, Jacob Simpson, and welcome back to a new episode of I Believe TV. For you today, I have the one and only Esther Van Overbeck from Waverly FFA. Esther, would you please introduce yourself to the viewers and guests of the show? Of course. Hi, guys. I'm Esther Van Overbeck, and I will be a sophomore in the Waverly FFA chapter this fall. Awesome. So I'm going to be asking you a series of questions. If something is too hard to answer on the spot, we'll uh, be more than happy to skip over and come back later. Are you ready? Yes. All righty. First thing is first, uh, what got you to join the FFA? Um, so I was always around agriculture growing up. My grandparents had a farm. Both my parents had been involved in agriculture. Um, and my mom worked at OSU in the College of Ag. So it was just something really natural for me um, and something that I really fell in love with. That's actually pretty cool having your mom work at Ferguson College. So um, I wish I had that experience, but I never did. I didn't actually grow up around agriculture, which is crazy to think about. What made you choose to stay? Um, the people that I met and the connections I made, it just really felt like home. Um, because I had always been someone who like struggled to find where they fit in. And when I joined the FFA, I immediately like found my people. That's what I always say too. Um, like just recently I've gotten like a lot of, you know, a better feeling that I'm at home. Um, like at the alumni camp here in Oklahoma, I've, I haven't really felt that happy, uh, being home. And I just feel glad that I'm, uh, friends with so many people I'm like this is where I belong the FFA is who I am supposed to be you know um, the FFA is just more than blue corroy jacket I 100% agree what is your favorite part of the FFA um I think people wise it would be state convention because I love meeting people and seeing people that I don't get to see all the time from various chapters that aren't close to mine. But contest-wise, I think it would definitely be the Agri-Science Fair. Agri-Science Fair. All right. I've seen a lot of posts from you about the Agri-Science Fair and a lot from the OKFFA um, themselves on their Facebook and Instagram. So I applaud you for that. Thank you. And about convention, I could have sworn I've seen, like, three of the same people. Um, like, you were behind my chapter. I know that for a fact, but I, I didn't know for sure because I've seen two other people who look exactly like you, <laughs> which is crazy to think about. I, um, think, so I think we were behind you in one of those sessions. I think we sat behind you guys. Most likely. It was a big chapter, too, because they were just sitting uh, right behind us and we're like, who is that? And I, di I didn't really like look much because I was trying to figure out where everybody is and getting them seated for the delicate seats. So, yeah. So here's the least favorite question. And it's the hardest question. What is your least favorite thing about the FFA? I think now that like I'm moving, I think my least favorite thing is the goodbyes because knowing that I was moving before banquet and knowing I was moving at convention, it was just a lot of, well, this is like the end of this chapter of my life. And just saying goodbye to these people that I've been around for 
two whole years and grown with and learned a lot about. And some of my best friends are in the FFA in Stillwater. Just saying goodbye to them has been my least favorite part. Well, to counteract that, you're moving to a a brand new place. Um, I know Nebraska um, is home to your mom. Uh, She's an alum of there, uh, Nebraska, a Cornhusker. Um, And my thing is like, hey, you're going to be meeting a whole bunch of new people and you're going to be making so many friends. You're well-liked. You're very well-spoken. And I I think you have a good future in Nebraska. Thank you. If you could change one thing about the FFA or in agriculture in general, what would it be? Um, I kind of wish conventions were longer because I feel like we get to national convention and we're there and then the two days are over and then you go home. And I just wish they were longer because you'd get more chances to meet a lot more people from different states and be able to just grow with your friends that you're there with. And so I think I just wish convention was longer. That's what we try and do as a chapter. We like meeting new people, um, especially me, because I'm a people person. Um, so my uh, my big goal for this upcoming school year is going to national uh, convention. Because last time my chapter went was when um, the last senior uh, who was, yeah, they just graduated this year. They went their eighth grade year. So it's been about five years and um, my advisor, he's like, you know, maybe if we get the national uh, three-star chapter award, we might go. But I'm like, how about we say yes instead? He's like, "Uh, maybe, maybe not. I'm like, well, think about the people. Think about it. Um, Giving these kids in our chapter something to look forward to and giving them the opportunity to meet more people. Isn't that what you want? He's like, yeah, I mean, you kind of turned out well. I'm like, of course I did because you've been there. Yeah, I hope you guys get to go. It's an amazing experience. Our uh, our best friend chapter, we call them, is uh, Caney Valley in Ramona, and they went last year. I'm like, what? Eh, what what's <laughs> going on here? Tom's like your uh, boyfriend or something. He's like, okay, shut up. But still, um, they went and we didn't. So we might go next year. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I think I think you should convince your ag teacher to let you go. I'm trying to. Um, <laughs> like for me, next summer it's supposed to be um, like very busy. I'm already going. I'm planning on going like five different uh, events for FFA, and I got some for student council and church and all that. Um, so my uh, senior summer is going to be very very busy uh, to where I won't be able to work. So. I do yeah. work right now. It's not really um, working with my schedule right now. So I'm like, okay, I won't be able to work next summer. Yeah. Where do you see agriculture in the next 10 years? Um, I think that one's a really hard one. But I think just watching the industry grow. Because, um, you know, FFA is the future of agriculture. And with 850,000 students enrolled in agricultural education um, throughout the U.S., I just think that since we're the future and there's so many of us, I think the agricultural industry is just continue is just going to continue to grow. 
And that's the only correct answer. I mean, I'm not saying like that's the only, only correct answer, but I'm saying this because we are definitely the future and our generation is what is depending on our, the next generations after us. Um, we're the most technologically advanced generation. Um, like the older generations, they don't know um, how to keep up with us. And it's our job to make sure that this world still spins. What's your plan for after high school? If you got one. Um, I have a few years, but I think I'm going to run for Nebraska State Office and go to the University of Nebraska-Lincoln to study food science. Go Cornhuskers. <laughs> so what made you choose that route? Um, I was always really passionate about, I had always been thinking about and wanting and thinking that God kind of placed it on my heart to run for state office in Oklahoma. And so I remember sitting in my bed earlier this year when I knew like moving was going to be like an option. Um, and I was just kind of thinking how that plan had kind of just started to disintegrate on me. But then I, I was like thinking about it and praying about it and just trying to figure out what I wanted to do next since that route was kind of ending for me. And so food science was something I was always passionate about. And that was what I was going to study here um, if I went to OSU. Um, and that's what all my agri-science projects have been about. And so I just realized that just because my dream of running for Oklahoma State office is over, that doesn't mean my state office goal has to be over. And so that's when I decided that I... I think I'm going to run for Nebraska state office. And I think you should. Um, so my plan for my senior year is to run for Oklahoma state office. Uh, God willing that I do make it, but even if I don't, I'm still going to support the FFA no matter what. And I know that God has big plans for you. Um, some of it you may not agree with, but that's okay because it's his plan and he won't let you fail. A hundred percent agree. So I want to know about your SAEs, your CDEs, and your LDEs. Again, viewers and guests, an SAE is a supervised agricultural experience. A CDE is a career development event. And an LDE is a leadership development event. So my SAE has been um, um, <laughs> agri-science, food and, food and products and processing systems. Um, so that was my first SAE that I continue. Um, and then my second SAE started more recently um, where I am employed at OSU as a student worker to do research in the food micro lab that I conducted my agri-science projects in. And Ooh. so that would be a placement SAE. Um, and so that's those are my two SAEs for now. I'm thinking about maybe showing an animal sometime, but not. Not right now. Um, my CDE was the Agri-Science Fair, which I competed last year, won state and nationals, and then I competed again this year and won state at both in Oklahoma. Um, and I did meet judging um, both my eighth grade and my freshman year, um, which I fell in love with. I thought it was so much fun. And then last year, I competed in opening and closing ceremonies as one of my LDEs. Um, and gave an eighth and or gave an eighth grade ag opportunity speech about a robot that goes into grain bins and cleans out grain um, clumps of like corn or soybeans 
to make sure farmers are safer so they're not going in the grain bin. And then this year I gave a speech in um, eighth and ninth grade FFA opportunities talking about how the FFA can continue to grow and be more inclusive with the language that we use. I love that entire list. Would you please uh, give in detail about each one, especially the agri-science fair? I love uh, seeing those posts from you and the Oklahoma FFA. Um, my favorite picture is whenever uh, you were standing on national stage. That was probably the coolest picture ever. Yeah, so agri-science fair, I um, was really pushed by my ag teacher. Um, Mr. Branska makes every eighth grader do a project but doesn't force you to compete. But I decided, you know, I'm doing the work, so I might as well go ahead and compete. Um, And so I tested my eighth grade year how packaging and temperature abuse affected E. coli growth in both plant-based meat and ground beef. And so with that, I went to state and I competed and there were only three in my division. And so I ended up winning that. Um, Edited my written report sent that to the national committee, was named top seven in the nation um, among seventh and eighth grade students in my category, Um, and then was on stage at national convention, did an interview before that, but was on stage at national convention. And me and Lauren Crossway joke about this to this day because I I was the day before her, and so I left early, so I didn't get to see her on stage. But she was like, did you know you won? And I was like, no. She was like, what do you mean? I was like, I couldn't hear anything. And so if you watch the video, they're like, yeah, step back into line, like, if you're not first. So if you watch the video, I try and step back into line, and then they all leave. And I'm, like, looking around, and then Mr. Branscombe, like, pushes me forward. He's like, you got to scoot up. And so that's how I figured out I won um, when everyone else behind me left. And so um, – I miss the part in national convention where some of my best friends were named national champions. Um, so there were a lot of FaceTime calls while I was back home because um, I had volleyball stuff. So I had to leave before the fifth or the sixth session. Um, and then one of my really good friends, Carson Cantrell, was elected to national office, and I missed that as well. But um, then I was like, okay, I really love this agri-science thing. So I competed again um, this year ended up winning a lot bigger division of, I think, eight. And um, Carson came and saw me at state convention. And I was like, you got to get division three. Like, we've been joking about that for, like, weeks. <laughs> we were like, you got to get division three. Like, I want to shake your hand on national stage. And so we've been joking about that. She finds out next month which division she gets. And so we're just hoping for food, that she gets food. Um me judging, that was something that I was exposed to really early because my mom, by, by um, her degrees, is a meat scientist. And so I grew up kind of around the Food and Agricultural Processing Center at Oklahoma State where they have a meat judging team, did some virtual things, was always around it. And so I was like, okay, I, I need a CDE because eighth grade, I did like everything possible. So I was like, okay, I need a CDE. And Mr. Rinson was like, we need one more for this team. So I was like, okay, sure, I'll do it. And I, I just fell in love with it. Because first off, it's the shortest contest, one of the shortest contests. So while you're waiting for livestock judging, you get to meet everyone that's there with you. 
I got <laughs> to practice with some of my best friends um, this year. One of my um, older volleyball teammates, she um, did meet judging with me. And so we went through every practice together, went through contests together. I remember looking over our notes together. Um, and then speech was just kind of something that I kind of fell in love with after I was pushed to do opening and closing ceremonies. So that team, um, we ended up going to state, placing third in our room, one away from finals. Um, and so I was like, okay, I don't want that to end now. So I was like, okay, I'll give a speech. So I gave my speech about the grain weevil, which, like I said, is a robot that goes into um, grain bins to help clean out clumps so farmers aren't exposed to those um, accident-prone areas. Um, and then that one fell one short of area regionals um, in a big room of nine. So I placed third there. And I was like, so I, I remember sitting on my bed and I was like, okay, I just got to give another speech next year. And I remember when I was writing down my goals for my FFA year this year, I was like, okay, I want to win two jackpots and make it to area and place the area. And as I started thinking about that, I was like, okay, I placed second at a jackpot last year. I was like, okay, I think I can win one or two. So when I gave my speech this year, there was a lot more practice. I knew what I was doing. I was more expectant of what was going to happen. And I ended up winning the first one. And then I won the last one. And I was like, okay, that's half my goal completed. And then I went to area. And I remember, and I went to regionals. And I was, and I remember I was literally so sick. I was going in there with like no voice. And I got second to Jolie Perry, who was one of my best friends. And we were talking about it before I went in. And I was like, if someone, if we make it to area, I want it to be us. Like, I want to go there with you. And so we both made it to area. And I remember we were talking about that. And we were like, okay, if we go to state, I want it to be us too. And so I remember I gave my speech at area. I wasn't so sick. I had a voice. And they called my name last to go down. And if anyone knows anything about central area speech, they call all five names in a random order and you go stand down in front of everyone and then they reveal your placing. And I was like, okay, there's five of us down here. I only got to get through three names. And they called someone's name in fifth place and it wasn't me. And I was like, okay, two more names. And then they said in fourth place and it was me. And I was like, okay, I met my goal, but I wish I could have gone farther, but I was like, it's okay next year and then I found out I was moving and I was like well we'll just adjust our goals for next year and so I think I'm going to give another speech next year well this year but those are my CDEs and LDEs just from this large list and all the details <laughs> you've given me there's no problem in you getting the state office <laughs> national office even um, I feel like how well-spoken you are and how well you are in setting your goals and actually uh, making an effort to reach those goals, you're going to go so far in life. You have no idea. Thank you and, so and, much. And you're, and you're just becoming a sophomore, which is crazy. I'm going yeah. into my junior year and I'm still trying to figure out how to complete these goals. <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy nuts. Yeah. So I it's... commend you for everything you're doing right now, despite uh, the struggles of moving from Oklahoma, where you've grown up 
uh, for most of your life and you've been around agriculture here and now you're going to go to a new place, I commend you heavily. I am so proud of you. Thank you so much. You have no idea what that means. What are you most excited about this upcoming school year? Um, I think just the connections I'm going to get to make with a whole new group of people. And I've been talking about this with a lot of people because I've, I've had a lunch with a lot of people. I've seen a lot of people just random places as I'm preparing to leave. And they were like, our connections don't, like, the connections you made here don't end now. And so I think that's something that, like, a lot of people forget about. They're like, oh, she's moving like she's gone for good. No, my phone still works. I still have FaceTime. So... <laughs> To those of you who think I'm leaving for good, if you have my number, FaceTime me. Um, but I think I'm just so excited to meet a whole new group of people um, and just be able to have new experiences and be able to build off the ones I've already had here and hopefully achieve more success. And you are going to have a problem with that. Uh, with your success so how do you um i'm not gonna say how do you have you met um any of the people in your chapter uh like through instagram or facebook or um, snapchat so i met my advisor a couple like two months ago i think as soon as we knew we were moving i met her um and she's really nice um she basically told me like whatever you want to do i'll help you do it And so that was really comforting to know, like, anything that I want to achieve or I want to try, like, she's going to be there to help me. Um, I'm missing the FFA picnic. It was this weekend, and I had to be here in Oklahoma, so I missed that. But um, FFA there is just a lot more different. And so it's not like Oklahoma FFA where we have all these jackpot contests for CDEs and LDEs. Um, it's districts, which you have to qualify for most CDEs at districts. And then you go to state and their state contests are during their convention um, and at the end of April. And so um, I'm going to get a lot more time to meet them, but it's not going to be like I met my chapter people fellow chapter people here it's not going to be through those contests it's going to be more um at home okay okay so um have you like visited your new home in nebraska yet yeah so some of our stuff has already moved so i'm going to florida actually tomorrow at 6 a.m out of stillwater um, for a volleyball tournament, and then the day I get back, um, I'm leaving to go up there. So we have some stuff there. We've got to finish unpacking some things, but we were there for over the 4th of July, so we were there for about a week and a half, and so we got a lot of that stuff done. So it's just more whatever's left. We kind of got to get there and things like that, but most of the moving's like already done. So what's the hardest part about moving to a new state? I think it's just kind of starting over because not everything was perfect here. I'm not going to say it was, 
but there were a lot of good things that happened here and a lot of memories I have here. Um, and, you know, a lot of those relationships that I had with fellow FFA members or volleyball teammates or even just friends, um, I kind of have to do that again, all over again. Um, but I've been with the volleyball team for a while now. Whenever I'm up there, I do workouts with them and we do open gym. We went to camps together already. Um, and so that's been really good. That's been a really good first start. Um, but just kind of starting over, I think, is the hardest part. I'm going to have to agree with you on there. So I've actually never moved out of Oklahoma, but um, I've moved a lot in the northeast part of the, uh, the state. Um, so I was in foster care for the longest time, and I, I balanced a lot. So, uh, I'm settled here in Dewey forever now. I'm not moving anymore. That is done settled. Um, at least that's what my brother has said, cause he's my guardian. Um, but before this, I was in Owasso for a month. I, before Owasso, I was in Ponca city for 10 months before Ponca city. I was in sand Springs for a few years. Um, before, well, I split sand Springs from Kiefer because you know, the flood of 2019, um, and I was in Tulsa schools for a little bit too. So I, I bounced around a lot. Um, and it's really just trying to um, start anew and better yourself. So for me, when I got to Dewey, I was a little bit scared because I didn't expect it to be um, welcoming like the other bigger schools. Um, Dewey's a 3A and, you know, Sand Springs and Ponca City and Owasso, they're all 6A. So I've been around bigger schools all my life. And I was I was really scared because they all called me the country boy. Um, the reason being is because I loved country music, and that's all I listened to. Well, of course, worship too, because I loved um, singing my gospel music. But um, I was just referred to that every day, and I didn't know how Dewey was going to act towards me. So when I moved here, I got the most welcoming smile by my ag teacher. And that's when I knew that Dewey is the place for me. So whenever you go to Waverly, Nebraska, you just need to make sure that you're not afraid and to make sure that your start will be a finish. Thank you so much for your advice. So away from the depressing stuff, I got some fun questions for you. What is your funniest FFA moment? Um, I think my funniest FFA moment was eighth grade year. We were going to a CDE contest. Um, and it was like meet judging floor culture. It was at, it was at Connor state. So, you know, the whole thing. Right. <laughs> and Branscombe didn't have his, his, you know, like big bus license. Right. So we're all riding in the short bus. So I'm sitting next to, I think it was Lauren. I think I can't remember and I'm like half asleep on this bus because it's like 7 30 in the morning and we're going down highway 51 and we just passed Yale and I was like kind of awake and all of a sudden all we hear is this big bang and we all like start looking around and this log came from the back of the truck in front of us and it was like a little stump and hit our windshield and then like went down the hood and there was like a little divot in it 
and it just sat there in a road all the way to Connor State. And so we get there, and Brand like Mr. Bransko doesn't know what to do. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I don't know. He was like, I guess I'm just gonna leave it. And so while we're doing our contest and whatever, we didn't take livestock judging with us. Um, but while we're all doing our contest and whatever, Branson's getting all these texts and phone calls from other act teachers. Hey, your windshield's broke. He was like, yeah, yeah, I know. He was like, it's only like an hour and a half home, so we're just going to go. Well, we get right out of Connor State, and we get pulled over. I figured. <laughs> and he was like, I don't know what to do. So he's trying to, like, talk to the officer and be like, I've got, like, a bus of the kids. Like, what do you want me to do with them? And so he was just like, okay, I guess you can just, like, let it ride. And so we went, and all of us are on that bus laughing so hard. Like, Libby McIndoo sitting in the front. And she was like, I know. I know I'm supposed to be responsible when. But Branscombe gets back on the bus after talking to the officer, like, looking at the window from the outside. And she was like, I know I'm supposed to be the responsible one, but it, we were all joking about that the entire way here after it happened. Like, we knew we were getting pulled over. And so we, we made jokes about that for months, and we just thought it was so funny. I'd be mortified, to be honest. Like, if I, if I was your ag teacher then, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, what are they going to say to me? Uh, what are the parents going to say about this? Are they going to, like, fire me? No. No, I'd be mortified. I could not. I have that... not slept on a bus with Mr. Branch from driving since. I just I just can't. Like, not after you, that. When you told me that the log, like, rolled on your windshield, I, was, I had my jaw dropped the entire time. I could never. Yeah, uh, we, made, we made jokes about it at last year's chapter banquet. We were like, yeah, we're going to put it in the trophy case, like – it's just in Mr. Branson's classroom, so I mean, we we still make jokes about that. We think it's we think it's so funny. If you got one like that, I gotta hear more. Okay, that's that's the only one I have so far, but that's the only that's the only funny funny one I got. Man, so um, you you are from Stillwater, um, yeah. So go Pokes. And now you're going to go to Nebraska, uh, Nebraska, and your mom is working at the uh, University of Nebraska-Lincoln, correct? Yes. Yes. So um, I know you got Cornhusker in your blood, but who do you really root for? Um, let's just say when I was like three or four, Nebraska was still in, I think they were in the Big 12, but they came here for homecoming, and let's just say I wore yellow. Yellow. Well, you to get orange, you add red and yellow together. So I wore yellow. Oh, that's so creative. <laughs> I didn't support either one. I cheered for both. That is so creative. I've never thought about that. <laughs> so, yeah. So because... you can thank my mom for that one. That one. That one was good. That is smart. I, I've never thought about that. So, what do you say about the Bedlam rivalry, though? Um, I cheer for Oklahoma State every time. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, what about the people who are, like, split about it? I, I just got to hear this. This is crazy to me. I've never um, heard anybody wearing yellow to a college football game that has no colors represented in their teams. Yeah, I didn't end up going to the football game. I was only at the parade 
but the kid next to me was not happy about that one. <laughs> like he was like seven and he was not happy that I wasn't wearing orange. And he just, he just didn't like that I was standing next to him. And I was like, you know what? It's okay. <laughs> I, I think that's really funny. I've, I'm going to talk about it all the time now. Wearing yellow to an Oklahoma State game uh, against a, a red Nebraska team. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So, okay, so you were about three or four. Was this when Nebraska was actually good or – um, are they, were they just declining and how they are now? Well, I don't really remember, but the joke in our house now is it's really hard to win less than two games and to give the only team that won one game in the conference, it was against you. So our joke is that it can't really get much worse. So they must be on the up side of things. Like, you really got to try to win zero games, you know? I guess you could say that. Um, Whenever I was watching the uh, Nebraska-Oklahoma game, I think this was um, week two. I forget. Um, I was really hoping that Nebraska would pull their weight, but, you know, Oklahoma just demolished them, and I was not happy. Um, Because, you know, I was hoping for, like, a comeback in Nebraska football. Um, Because, you know, they won back-to-back national championships in the 90s. Um, Yeah, we were all hoping. If you couldn't tell, I'm a a big football nerd. Um, But, like, watching that game, it was just sad. um, Because Nebraska football hasn't really been uh, a good team at all recently in, like, the last two decades. And I just really felt bad for the team. And just watching our Cowboys fall, and uh, I think it's week eight. Yeah, it's week eight when we uh, played against Kansas State last year. Um, that was not a good moment for me. So I was just laying in my bed under my covers, watching it on my phone. Um, I found like a link on YouTube to it, and I was just screaming the entire time. Um, I know it sounds childish, but like I'm a diehard Oklahoma State fan. I have my. Uh, my drawer has like a bunch of OSU hats and my football and my gloves from when I played football uh, here in Dewey. Um, I got some like pennants and flags and other little stuff. I call it my shrine. So um, Oklahoma State is, of course, my uh, number one college I wanted to go to. But like the downfall of 2022 was not my best year. I think that's so funny that you have a shrine. I think that's so funny. Well, people make fun of it because they're like, there's no way you're going to Oklahoma State. I'm like, well, just watch and see. Um, my aunt, Jamie, she is an alum. She graduated there from in 1999. Um, she studied IT, and she's working at Phillips here in Bartlesville. So um, I, I guess you could say OSU runs deep in my blood. Our family's a little bit split because we got some OU fans. Um, not to hate on anybody, but like, come on now, who <laughs> can really go for that crimson? Yeah, I can't. I I just can't. <laughs> Enough about football. So this will be more in your realm, uh, because you know, agri science and food. Who do you really go for, Chick Fil A or Raising Canes? Um, it kind of depends. If it's if I want toast. I'm going to Raising Gains. But 
I love the chicken minis. Like, I love that bread. But I don't like the regular sandwich bread. So, it kind of depends. Who do you lean more towards, though? Typically, Chick-fil-A. Okay, there you go. But they're they're across the street from each other in Stillwater. <laughs> so, if I change my mind, I can always just, like, run across the street. But... Typically, typically, I lean t- towards Chick Fil A. I mean, at least, your, at least your answer about raising canes is valid. Um, that's really my only reason for um, I'll go towards uh, raising canes, but otherwise, I go Chick Fil A. Uh, yeah, for me, Chick Fil A, I like the variety. Um, they got healthier options, and they got um, whatever you want, basically that has chicken in it. And that, that's yeah. just that's my spiel. I, I agree. So I want to hear about your volleyball. Um, I know you're pretty good and you've played, uh, you play competitively. I want to hear about it. Um, so I was thinking about this because uh, my last Oklahoma practice was um, last, it was yesterday. Um, I practiced with the Oklahoma team uh, for the final time before we go to Florida tomorrow. Um, so we don't really get a lot of time off, but Um, I started playing club five years ago, played in Stillwater for three years, um, went to a much bigger club in Oklahoma City um, for a year, but it made it really difficult in my FFA career um, to be driving an hour back and forth three times a week. And so um, this year I came back to Stillwater. Uh, We won our final tournament at regionals, which was my final Oklahoma tournament. Um, So that was a bittersweet moment. Um, but for the past three years, I played on the Oklahoma region team. So three years ago, we went to Florida as well. Last year, we were at home in Tulsa. And then this year, we're going to Fort Lauderdale. Um, and so I had this coach I've had, uh, I had him last year. And so I get to play for him one more time before I leave. Um, and then the commissioner, um, of Oklahoma volleyball, basically, um, I became really good friends with because he's he's run high performance for three years. And so I said goodbye to him on Saturday. Um, so that this weekend's been a lot of emotions. Um, and then Stillwater Volleyball, um, I ended up making the volleyball team, um, told the coach I was moving. He was like, well, I'm sad to see you go. Um, but I played Stillwater Volleyball. Um, for three years as well. And so I'm moving to Waverly. I've already been at team camp um, with them. We went to the University of Nebraska, Omaha, um, was at team camp, came in 11th in a varsity tournament as a JV team. Um, so we, we had some success there. Went eight and four on the weekend. Um, and then I just think volleyball has allowed me to meet a lot of different people. Um, that's how I met Trey, who you had on your podcast um, a couple episodes ago. I met him through High Performance two years ago in Florida. Um, and so volleyball has just allowed me to meet a lot of different people, and I'm so grateful for that. So with sports, there's always a funny moment. I know you're going to be having a, a ton of funny moments because, of course, <laughs> being uh, a former football player, I have some pretty funny stories too. So I want to hear your volleyball funniest moments. 
Um, there was a play where I've, I was always the setter. So my job is to go get the second ball. Um, so if you follow me on Instagram, you've, you've seen some of my highlights. If you're friends with me on Snapchat, you've seen some of my highlights. Um, but there was a play that I didn't highlight. Um, and so my, I'm running after this ball and my middle gets in my way and I accidentally tripped her. And then she, she's like trying to get up. Um, but I accidentally like jumped over her. So I kind of missed the ball too. Um, and my coach did not know what to say. Like he's over there laughing so hard. He did not know what to say. And he was like, it's okay. Like next ball. But there were some where like, I've been hit in the face a couple times. I've fallen over. I've dove in into some chairs. I'm pretty sure I had a couple concussions. There was one time I accidentally served under the net because a kid ran in front of me. <laughs> I mean, that, that one was pretty funny. My parents didn't know what to say. They were like, do I laugh or do I tell her that was terrible? They did not know what to say to that one. But there's there's been a few. But there's also been a lot of really good moments um, that I've really loved to experience with some of my teams as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, at UNO camp, um, I was setting the middle, um, and it was, it was a really hype moment for our team. We were up by a couple points. We had to get like two or three more to win the set. Um, um, and that middle goes up the blocks late and she hits the back row player in the face. And we're like trying not to laugh because like, she like smacked her right in the face. Like it was not a softball that she just like hit at her. And we were, like, trying not to laugh. And then she's, like, trying to, like, play some more. And we are like, what are you doing? And then her nose started bleeding. And we were like, well, crap. So we're trying not to laugh. But we're also, like, trying to be, like, you know, good sports about it. You know, like, oh, good job. Like, wait a, like, whatever. Whatever you do. And um, so that was interesting. Um, that was, like, a week ago. <laughs> um <laughs> There have been times that I've gotten to serve um, the game-winning point at um, the national qualifier. I did that um, on the last day. So the last point of that national qualifier, I got I got that serve, and um, it dropped right in the center of the court. Um, last Oklahoma tournament, we won that tournament. Um, bigger tournament, but we won the non-bid, so we didn't have a chance to go nationals. But one non-bid um, – and so there I got to meddle, or not medal, there I got to medal one of my best friends um, as we meddled our teammates um, and then said goodbye to some of my coaches there that I didn't get to see again. Met a lot of really great people that I've um, seen um, throughout school ball um, and throughout club that, you know, I always say good or I always say hi to. Um, so some of those pictures will be posted next week. Um, as I say, my official goodbye to Oklahoma volleyball. So, do you think uh, you'll possibly make uh, college ball like D one? Um, I don't, I don't know. Um, but I've been kind of like thinking about that because um, in less than a year from now, that's when recruiting opens for me. Um, so I've been thinking about kind of what I want. Um, and I just don't think. I don't think that's what God's placed on my heart now, but it might change um, because if I run for state office and I get state office, 
it'd be really hard to also play college volleyball if I'm also a state officer because I know I won't make the Nebraska roster. Um, I, I'm not that good. Um, but I don't, I don't know if that's really what I want to do. I mean, I've gotten, I've gotten some offers to come to like camps and stuff from other colleges. Um, some in Florida, one in California. OU sent me a handwritten letter telling me to come to their camp. So I don't, I don't really think that's really what I want to do, but we'll always see plans, plans might change. Yeah, plans do always change. That that's that couldn't be a more truer statement. Um, but whatever you decide and whatever God puts on your heart, um, I say go for it. Um, for me, God has done so much, and some of it is never expected. Um, like I, I did not expect to actually join the FFA. Um, I guess my brother was just called to tell me about his experiences, um, and I have not left the FFA since. So I really thank God for that. And, um, unfortunately I had to quit sports this year, uh, so I could fulfill, um, uh, my duties as, as a chapter president. Um, but I am planning on playing my, uh, senior year just to, you know, get that one last time drive on the field. Yeah. Uh, if, if, if you didn't see me at state convention, um, you'll be like, Oh my gosh, who's that short guy? That's me. Um, I am five, four. So, um, people look at me and they're like, how do you play football? Uh, what was your position? I'm like, well, I was a defensive lineman. There's no way I got, I got clips from Max, uh, not Vax, uh, um, huddle. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, but yeah, whatever God lays on your heart, I say, follow him and trust him in the process. Isaiah 60, 22 says, uh, when the time is right, I, the Lord, will make it happen. I, f- I fully agree. So I encourage you to do whatever he says. Do you have any advice for me or the viewers and guests of the show? Um, I think FFA related, I think try everything um, or as much as you can do. My eighth grade year, I did like everything, like I did speech, I did agri-science, I did opening and closing ceremonies, I did meet judging, um, and that was really all I could fit into my schedule playing volleyball in Oklahoma City. But I think FFA-related, just try everything, and you'll find the contest or the event or um, an SAE that really just speaks to you. Um, and for me, there's a lot of them that just kind of speak to me. Um, but I think, you know, non FFA related, I think just be yourself. Um, because, you know, nobody else can be you and only you can be you. And so as long as you're yourself, as long as you are yourself and you're your most authentic self, um, you will find the group that is meant for you. And for me, that is the FFA. Amen. 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 I love advice from uh, my guests. I love seeing the reactions I get um, because of how impactful uh, the advice that are given are actually applied to their lives. 
So it's it's always awesome to see how uh, things happen just from saying a few words. Do you have any questions for me? Um, I don't think so. Well, I guess that is a wrap then. Thank you so much, Esther. I had Thank you for t- having me. You're so welcome. I had a ton of fun talking to you. I can't wait to hear stories from your journey in Nebraska. And I'm so proud of how far you've came just coming into your sophomore year. I well, thank you. I'll, de- I'll definitely share. I want to hear everything. Okay. This, this is exciting for me. As always, why are we here? Because we believe. Because we believe. Thank you so much, viewers and guests. Make it a great day and be kind to somebody.